Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Marissa Says Podcast, where we work to normalize learning while fostering healthy and sometimes difficult discussions. This week's episode starts right now. All right, hello, hello, and welcome back. We ain't finna waste no time. We're gonna do the damn thing. Today's positive affirmation is the following You are valued even when you are not productive. So I think that kind of sits with a lot of us, especially since Mercury just get git. Y'all, I swear I forgot how to pod. I swear I forgot how to podcast low key because. If you really think of it, last time when I took a break between season one and season two, it was really like a month. This was like a break, break. I had to dust, I had to dust my mic off. Lit, lit. Yo, I can't speak. And I'm gonna leave all of you in for this. I'm not cutting this part out because we all need to know that it's a struggle when you've been off your game for a bit. But as I was trying to say, Mercury just finished doing whatever the heck it was doing. So we're probably feeling like, okay, now I'm feeling a little bit less sluggish. Now I'm feeling like I can get back into the groove of things. But I always want us to never lose sight of the fact that we are so much more than what we can produce and like what our productivity level was for that day. I feel like myself, especially, I've been kind of like socialized or just encouraged or told that my value is attached to my productivity and the two are like one and the same they go hand in hand and that's not the case people value me outside of what I can get done people value me because I just exist shoot so channel that energy you are valued even when you are not productive okay Okay, now it's time for what's on repeat this week. And I don't know how to actually um pronounce the title, so we just gonna we gonna do it on the flat. But twinning them by Koi Ray. Anyways, um I think it's a bop. I think it's catchy. I saw some people were doing Meg the Stallion knees challenge to it, so that was inspiring. Uh, my right knee started hurting while I was watching those videos, so you ain't finna see me doing that. But it's a little catchy song, you know, kind of has some bars in there, you know, some little messages and uh, check it out if you haven't already. And of course, you can always send me uh, music that you folks are just discovering. I love everything except for honestly, like EDM techno stuff. But I love everything, and especially if it's from like a local artist, please send it to me and I can shout it out on the show. So now it's time for recap and catch up with T, aka me. So basically, I don't know. I feel like I have been in a moment of shifting. I have been in a in a place where I've just really been evaluating what I want my life to be and and what I hope to get out of it and really putting myself in the position to take ownership over like what my next chapter is going to be and it's going to be like exactly what I want and no one else's and and whatever that ends up doing or looking like I'm I'm ready to to take that on. I feel like I said a whole bunch of nothing there, but um I think what I'm trying to get at is like actually 
you know what? For those of you who follow me, and if you don't already, I will have my Instagram in the description box so you can do that. But you probably have seen like how I've been repeating this quote that we are going through, well, for folks who are between the ages of 25 and 30, like that's another puberty, like we're going through another type of growth. And I really resonated with that because when I look back, I feel like 19 to like 23, like you couldn't tell me shit. Like I knew everything. I'm grown. Like, meh, I know what I'm doing. And I was just like young and dumb. I mean, I'm still young and dumb, but just follow me here for a sec. And then from like 23 to 25, I was like, oh my God, I'm in my 20s. Like I can't be doing this stuff. Ah. And I somehow thought I was actually grown, but now it's like 25 and the next is like 30. That's what's coming up. And being 27, I'm kind of like, um, I got to figure out what the fuck this whole adulthood thing is because so far all conclusions point to it's a fucking rigged simulation and there's some sick twisted person who's just watching us and laughing at us while we're all trying to figure out what the fuck this world we live in is. Although beautiful humans, we are, we're trash. We're just mother earth and nature and animals really are the ones who are surviving our wrath. But I say this to say, I'm really excited for where this podcast is going to go, starting with, of course, this episode. I know I said season premiere, it's season premiere, but call it a little tant, you know, you want to look a little tantalizing. I want to tantalize your ears a bit. So this is a little sample of what's to come. But I'm just excited to see where this goes, because this podcast is truly my passion project, and I just... I'm excited to keep learning with all of you, to keep having conversations with all of you. Feel free to always um, slide in my DMs if you want to keep talking about something I might have brought up. Or if I ever bring something up and I am wrong, and especially if I sound wrong and strong, please correct me because that's what we're doing with this podcast. We're trying to learn or there might be something that I've said before that got disproven later. So please feel free if you are catching up on episodes and you're like, actually, I found new research or actually this situation changed, please feel free to let me know. But all that to say, I'm just excited for what's next. I feel good about it. I I feel not stable, <laughs> although that would be nice. I just feel like secure. I feel, I feel good. Good. Good gal, good gal. So, Good girl like to eat. So now it's time for what we eating. Hey, what we eating? <laughs> what we eating? Hey, what we eating? So honestly, I always have like a plan for what I'm going to eat. And then I realize that when I actually end up recording, sometimes like that snack or meal is just like not appropriate or like not what I want to eat at the time. So I'm tired. So what we're going to do is... We have a coffee. Did y'all hear that? So it's a McCafe coffee. I have like a French press, but I think they changed their recipe formula, whatever, because I keep, no matter how much coffee I put in my little French press, this comes out way too watery. So I'm just powering through this. And we got some of that Starbucks white chocolate, like creamer. I know they have the caramel macchiato one in stores. And I recently started seeing the white chocolate mocha. I tried the white chocolate mocha, even though I don't like 
like white hot chocolates and white chocolate mochas at like as the beverage. I don't like them very much. Um, I actually prefer the creamer to the caramel macchiato, caramel macchiato one. Cause I find it's like far less sweet. So I have that and we're going to use some light whipped cream, uh, to put on top of my coffee. Cause I'm a child and I deserve whipped cream. Delish. And we also have a Tim Hortons chocolate glaze donut, not a chocolate dip, a chocolate glaze. So that's like essentially the chocolate Timbit, but the chocolate donut. And again, this might be weird, but I don't really go over the moon for chocolate Timbits, but this chocolate glaze donut, I feel like because it's a whole donut, you actually get to taste the chocolate, if that makes sense. I don't know, but... <laughs> that probably sounded lovely. That was me trying to drink through the, <laughs> the whipped cream. Okay. And time for a little bite of my donut here. Because I deserve. Yeah, I stand by my initial statement that the donut is better than the Timbit. Now, I'm actually going to pause and come back so I can finish this donut bite. <laughs> Okay, we are back. And today I actually wanted to ramble, <laughs> surprise, but I wanted to talk about how I deleted TikTok. Y'all, I didn't delete, well, I did, but not only did I delete the app, I actually deleted my account. So mainly because I wanted to, like I never wanted it in the first place. I had my reservations about TikTok. And honestly, when we were at the point when everyone had Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter, and like before Snapchat kind of died down a bit or before like people really stopped using Facebook. So I'm talking like five years ago, probably when we really were using those four apps, I remember feeling overwhelmed already. I was like, this is a lot. There's a lot of apps. Like, two, two is good for me, you know? And then when I did my thesis and I did it on Twitter, I was over the platform because I had to source all my data from Twitter. So I was looking at Twitter way too much. I was reading about it way too much. So I deleted the app and then I was only on Instagram and kind of Facebook and then once I started, you know, trying to, you know, build some type of community or whatever I be doing, um, I got Twitter again and I don't actually mind Twitter. It's enjoyable. But then I was encouraged to get TikTok and I did it even though I had like zero interest and folks are like, oh, it's great for visibility. Okay, cool. Oh, but there's such funny videos. Okay, cool. Like I can find funny videos so many places. I don't need to like have another source of scrolling, if that makes sense. On top of that, there are like some more concrete reasons as to why I never had a true interest in the platform. One of which being that TikTok censors content. So not sure if folks are aware, but TikTok is like not owned by an American uh, platform company or like the parent company. It's a Chinese platform or it's a Chinese uh, video sharing platform, I should say. So they have the right to 
you know, censor whatever content they deem appropriate to be on their platform. Number two, TikTok discriminates. And this is actually like a really big one. And hear me out because we're going to go on a little wild ride here through my mind. So this is how my thoughts kind of like snowball into like, oh my God, colonialism is still the enemy. Uh, But TikTok discriminates and we see it time and time again. And I'm going to speak specifically from my position as a black woman. When I see other folks in the black community who are getting their content censored or who are getting their content like deemed inappropriate or taken down or like shadow banned or like not credited for, for me, I don't want to then go into a space like that. Like, I don't want to go and like suit up to go and be like, wow, TikTok, how dare you take my video down? I don't have the energy for that because how I see it is like, I could also just keep my power, redirect it somewhere else and not even put my video up on that platform because we don't even know if their vi- the videos are being stored somewhere. So your video might have been taken down on TikTok, but that doesn't mean it's like erased from their server. That can still be somewhere else online or somewhere else in some type of database. So for me... I was never, um, I don't know. I was never here for the, like, how dare you take down my video? This is what happens all the time. And then how I look at it is like, well, if you know, it's going to happen, why are you going to keep posting? But then I also recognize that some folks gain a lot of visibility. They get to educate and great. That's, it works for them. For me, it just didn't align. Didn't work for me. Not interested. And it's interesting because a lot of the videos that would be taken down by either like black creators, uh, folks who are talking about mental health issues, uh, folks uh, who were um, part of the body positivity movement, folks of the queer community, like their videos are getting taken down. And then we hear things like from TikTok on like, oh, so sorry, it was to prevent cyber bullying. So like the idea that like those people are the people who would be bullied. So instead of going after the bully, we're just going to silence the those people for me doesn't make sense it's like literally a reflection of what's going on in real world society but just like that much more amped up did not really have an interest in putting my foot in that mess now for your privacy I remember when I was a kid and I would like talk to my dad about privacy and it would probably be something like growing up in a Caribbean household, I would like close my bedroom door and then my parents would be like, who the hell do you think you are? And I'm like, can I have privacy? And my dad's like, privacy? You don't have privacy in this world. And if like my dad was telling me that when I was a kid, like, I don't know what, 18 years ago, um, I can only imagine now, like you're just giving away your information to yet another app yet another company yet another mystical place where you will never have access to edit what you initially shared once it's been posted for me I don't know it just doesn't sit well with me (laughs) and also like the fact that if you think of it you don't own the content like it's tiktok's content even when you download a video from tiktok they put a watermark on it because it belongs to tiktok and i'm sure if we actually read through those terms and conditions that's what it says it says we own your content we own your image or we own your videos so for me that just kind of like 
angles to like a broader discussion when it comes to social media apps. And like the reason why these apps are free is because us, the people or the consumers, the users, we are paying for them with our bio data, with our personal information. That's how we're paying for these apps. So like if you are unsure as to what bio data is, remember at any point, if I'm saying something that doesn't make sense, or if I use a word that might not make sense, I encourage you folks to pause, check up Googleisha, because that's what I do when I hear folks using vocabulary that either I know I know what that means, but I need to make sure, or I don't know at all, or both. But biodata or biographical data is like something that typically includes a range of specific factual information about a person or individual. For example, their name, their age, color, their height, their skills, hobbies, etc. And that's more specific to like in-person scenarios, in-person situation, in-person situations. And online, you are in a completely different place with way less governance. And now once these platforms or these apps have your information, that's how they can then best predict what your next move might be or best predict what you might be more inclined to fall for or like engage with or just click on whenever you're on them. So that for me, that's how you're paying with it. You're giving these people your information and then they can sell your information to companies who can then advertise on the platform. And that is how the whole like system kind of works. And the more like, I remember when we didn't have random sponsored ads when you would be scrolling through your TL on Instagram. But as things grow, as more information's out there, and we are still in a state of capitalism, there are people who are going to find a way to sell that. So for me, that wasn't really the vibe as well, because that's like just another place to be giving out my information. And lastly, just because I'm a little petty, yo, TikTok kind of yells at you as soon as you open it. It doesn't sit well with my spirit that I would open the app and then it's like that one time I da 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 and you're like oh my god there's a video already playing the 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 video didn't even load yet but the audio started like bro chill fam chill so I didn't like that and then the thing that was wild is of course like anything else we started seeing ads so you would open TikTok and it would be an ad playing as opposed to like a video but either way I didn't like that I felt like I was getting yelled at. And a small tangent here is also, uh, I still have cable TV, love it, will never stop paying for it, uh, because, unpopular opinion, I love commercials. Love them. I learned so much from them. I don't care what you have to say, commercials are the best. Perfect time to get a snack, perfect time to go to the bathroom, and perfect time to see what the system is plotting against the masses (laughs) but uh i say that because tiktok started having commercials like i'm watching 90 day fiance that's a lie because tlc's commercials actually are pretty much only for other tlc programs but i'm pretty sure like on the food network or on abc i'm just watching tv and then you would see a tiktok ad and it's like telling you to download tiktok i have never seen an ad on cable television for Instagram, maybe like a Facebook campaign, but I have never seen an ad for face, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, 
But the fact that they're like, ooh, like what share your story or be your own story, whatever the their little tagline is, I was like, I don't like this. I feel attacked in my home, even though I don't have your app. Well, I did have it, even though I'm not using your app. Uh, so yeah, y'all, I deleted TikTok. I'm not on that app anymore. And I don't know if you can hear me flipping through my notebook here. So fun fact about me, when I was in school, I would write my outlines, which were pretty much like a really, really, really rough first draft. So I would write my outline for every single paper by hand because I just write better. I just think better, sorry, by hand as opposed to sitting in front of a screen. So this season, I decided that I'm going to revert back to this uh, when I'm recording by myself. And it looks like I'm going to have to get back into my color coding because I don't even know where my next point is. Let me sing to distract you from me being lost. Okay, perfect. There we, there we go. There we go. I had to do a little flippy flappy in my books before I could situate myself. But another reason why I wanted to delete TikTok is because when I look at all my possibility models, I realized that none of or very few of them are out there trying to jump on every trend or trying to do little dance videos because that's allegedly what is the only way to like running an online business nowadays or just like having your online presence structured nowadays. Very few of them are doing that. Also, I noticed that some of them don't even post sometimes for weeks on end. So this idea that, oh, you always want to be at the top of people's uh, timelines. Although that is true, and yes, you always want to be producing fresh content, I don't want to be on the top of people's like timelines. I want to be in the community working with the people who are actually in need and who have greater problems than what's trending on TikTok right now. That sounded a little privileged now that I played it back in my mind, but I hope that you folks can see the point I'm trying to make. Like, I'm not trying to become a TikToker. I'm trying to create space for people that look like me and people that live within similar intersections that I live within. I also recognize that my possibility models have large followings already, so they can already like leverage how they share their content, but I don't care, bro. Like I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Another thing is that I want to, I'm intentional when it comes to being around people. I try not to be on my phone unless like I'm showing the person something or my dad calls me or something like that, but that's because I want to put memories over content. I want to prioritize real life moments as opposed to looking at how I can take a real life moment and turn it into an opportunity to create content. Why not just have real life moments and pull content from that, pull content from your memories? So I've always been this way. If you've ever gone out with me or you've traveled with me, you know I'm the girl that's like, oh, you're taking photos? Great. Can you just airdrop me? Perfect. Because I actually want to enjoy what I paid to come see or I actually want to enjoy where I am. And I feel like if I was so focused on like going out, like for me, the concept of like leaving my house 
to film videos to come back in my house and edit them and post them. I just thought that that was, there's something there that's like weird. I feel like there's a disconnect. Like I should be leaving my house for other reasons as well. But whenever I was trying to make like more TikToks or whatever, I would get this feeling at the end because it always takes like 30 minutes to film a TikTok that's supposed to be like 15 seconds. You have to do like the same take over and over. And then at the end, when you finally get it, I would feel like this like emptiness almost like the moment is gone or like the the sparkle in the moment is is no longer the same because I had to do it over and over and over again. And I ran this idea dry. And that's why I was like, hey, like if TikTok really isn't for me, then maybe like sitting in my parents' basement talking on a mic is for me. Maybe, maybe that's where I need to be, you know? <laughs> what can I tell you? I'm a lazy homebody who loves to learn. And to me, learning is a blessing. And I feel that my best learning has happened off of TikTok and off of social media. I've been pointed in excellent directions on where I can go to continue learning, but I just think that I was getting in this place where it was like, I want to learn, but it's what am I trying to learn? Am I trying to learn how to go viral or am I trying to learn how to create real important content? And like even looking at things like the algorithm on Instagram and just like when I look at the algorithm on Instagram, I kind of feel the same way I did about university. Like, okay, I came, I learned, I saw, and I'm not interested. Not for me. Like, first of all, we have more than one algorithm or Instagram has more than one algorithm. There's an algorithm for the feed. There's an algorithm for the explore page. There's an algorithm for reels. I'm not trying to figure all that shit out because all that time I'm taking to figure that shit out, I could just be doing something I actually truly love or something that actually brings me joy or peace for that matter. Now, essentially when it comes to like, I guess Instagram, it, it looks at how likely someone is to interact with a post and then they give you this like score of interest, which then ultimately determines the order in which posts are displayed on their feed, which is like, great, that's awesome. But I'm not really, I'm not really super invested in learning about that, especially because it's a dynamic thing. It's constantly changing, constantly updating. Nah, I'm not really ready, willing, or able, because I don't give a fuck, able to fully dive into that. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying earlier. I'm in this area of shifting, uh, of trying to figure out what I really, really want to put my roots in, in this life and put my roots in, in my work. And I prefer to learn something and share the knowledge a lot of the times instead of like over committing to something like being a content creator or an influencer and like not actually enjoying it. Like I want to learn about as many things as possible. So I want to cast this super, super wide net and show folks that you can learn a lot of things. Learning never ends. And I just feel if I was going to be like, let me be this influencer person 
I was getting, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I have a weird way of looking at that term or maybe my relationship with what like Instagram and social media is, is like unique in some way, but I just didn't think that it was in alignment for me. Now, I also had to realize that when it comes to like being an influencer, I'm a black woman. Therefore, I am influence and always will be. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. I am a black woman, which means I am the influence and I always will be. Thank you. <laughs> now, that said, when I officially started my journey as a like a podcaster and social activist last year, I thought my page would like grow and grow and maybe one day I would be already like talking to the masses or like talking to way more people. But what I started to notice was like the real in-person connections I've made have been more meaningful to me than I expected. And also like I've been able to pour into the relationships that I have in my real life or my offline life, whatever you want to call it. I've been able to pour into those relationships more. So when it comes to community, one of my goals is to kind of reclaim that term and look at what that term means to me as a black woman and what that would mean to my culture, mean to my ancestors, and kind of build my community around those structures and ideologies as opposed to this like quick, fast-paced, instant gratification, capitalist like framework that I'm currently, you know, still bound to. But I also really think that it's interesting because we're at a stage where we're so dependent on these social media platforms in some way that whenever there's a blackout, people go into a frenzy. Like people, people's livelihoods are at stake when that comes to it. So I want to make sure that I'm really, 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 really good offline. Like I'm situated, planted, I'm strong offline before I really try to give my all and my strength that I've acquired to the online world. I don't know if I'm even making sense at this point, and I hope every now and again there's some part that resonates with you, but I just like, even when folks are like, oh, like the nine to five life isn't for me or or working for the white man isn't for me, not sure who this message is for, but Mark Zuckerberg owns Facebook, that owns WhatsApp, that also owns Instagram. So technically you're just working for a different white man if you, if you ask me, but Hey, that's neither here nor there, I guess. But what it is time for is our homework. Now I don't have like an actual thing to read or an article to share this time around. I just have like something for you folks to reflect on and that's on your social media usage. I want you folks to ask, is the app serving you as much as you're serving its platform? So are you getting out of it truly? Are you truly getting out of it all the energy that you're allowing it to take? Um, Sit with that. Hopefully that will just make you more mindful when being online. And, um, you know, who doesn't have time for mindfulness sometimes? Me. Me. Because I petty wop on any block. Let me say it again. I petty wop on any block. So hear me out, y'all. I might, I might, um, 
upset some of y'all, but I just feel like this is something that's been on my heart for a while, literally years, I think. But hear me out. Folks who love balloons, right? Who like go over the top for balloons when it comes to any type of celebration or like gathering. So you have like that giant balloon, like archway. And then there's probably like some like balloon bouquet or something. Or like when you walk in and like the whole ceilings balloons, or even like, I don't know, someone celebrated an anniversary. So they release like 25 balloons in the air for their 25 years together, but are also saying that they're like oh my god i care for the environment or like oh my god save the turtles for me those things don't add up because where do you think those balloons end up folks those balloons you release into the air where do you think they are going i always just like for me when i look at people do that i just visualize people literally releasing garbage into the air there is other ways to do it you know what i mean like you can do other things you can, I don't know, throw some leaves in the air, anything. But when it comes to balloons, I personally, I'm not too like wild about them because so much effort to like blow up the balloon, tie the balloon, and then like, make sure you don't pop the balloon, make sure the balloon floats. This is obviously if you're not going somewhere like party city to get the balloons already like ready for you. But I just feel like you do all that to then pop the balloons and throw them out after it. I stop it. Stop it. <laughs> if you can like, and I've done a bit of reading cause I'm that petty. So I want to make sure that like I have some of my bases covered, you know, and apparently there's like biodegradable balloons allegedly. So when they do land in like a forest or maybe the ocean or wherever they land, they're supposed to, you know, decompose, biodegrade, whatever they do, whatever biodegradable stuff does, it's supposed to break down. Apparently those don't even break down. Those aren't even like biodegradable balloons are not, uh, uh, like all they say to be. So all that to say, Check your balloon usage, bruh. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that needed to be said. Um, And don't, like, if ever, you know what I mean? If ever y'all need to do something in memory of me, knock on wood, don't release balloons. Don't release balloons. Everyone get chicken wings and do a group, like, salute. Everyone put a chicken wing in the air and say, like, warrior scream in my honor before you release balloons into the air. Uh, I want to thank y'all so much for coming back for season three. I'm excited. Check out my page. We already know who our first guest for the season is going to be. Other than that, make sure y'all stay in your lane, perfect your lane by perfecting your boundaries. Make sure you do what you need to make sure you're comfortable. Get some rest drink some water, do what you need to do. And until next time, can I get a whole yeah? <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait until we get to chat next time. Until then, Alia, don't forget to love off yourself now. Okay, bye. <laughs>